Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Latchkey Friends, the, the podcast. podcast. The podcast. We are officially a podcast now. You may be watching us, but you can now legit listen to us on your favorite podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And to make sure that this is the best audio experience for you of your life, we have brought back a returning guest, Miss Emily Starr. Hello, Emily Starr. Hello, friends. It's an honor to be back. Is it an honor, Emily? It is. It is. I say that with sincerity. You are the first ever repeat guest on this program. You are. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. I'm ready for it. Okay. Once again, joining us from South Florida, West Palm Beach, to be exact. And representing the 561. Representing the 561. So we're with Emily today. Um, if you missed one of our early episodes, it was called Emily Goes to Minnesota. We learned about how Emily, as you a young You didn't say kid, that right. Say Minnesota right. Minnesota? There, you there it is. Nailed yep. it. Thank you for correcting me. As, um, as a young Floridian, um, Emily would often go to Minnesota to hang out, get uh, in touch with her roots, there's a lot of things going on. Check out the podcast. We won't spoil it for you. Um, but it turns out that Emily's origin story goes back even further than that. And if I consult my notes, it's actually about this time, around age seven-ish, you were going through your literal closet mm. and you found some skeletons. Yes. Yeah. Tell us, more. Tell us, tell us what happened, Emily. So my mother and I would have, uh, every summer, we would clean out my literal closet, and it was my least favorite thing to do, but she insisted that it happen because I was just messy. And um, so we were cleaning out all this junk and throwing things away, and I came across this pamphlet in my closet. And I thought that was weird that it was in my closet. And so I opened it and my face was in the pamphlet as a child. And I was like, mom, why am I in this pamphlet? And she was like, oh, that pamphlet. And I was like, yeah. And she wasn't so sure my which pamphlet you were talking about. Which because... pamphlet is it? Which pamphlet are you talking about? So it's this pamphlet here. Okay, so it said, is that your cute face? That's not me. No. Okay. okay. So for but our the... podcast only listeners, right now, Emily is holding in her hand a pamphlet and on the cover in a diamond shape cutout is, is a black and white uh, photo of a baby. And it says, what does it say on there for us, Emily? It says a close look at the many little things we're dedicated to. Oh, that's quite mm. intriguing. I know, right? So you want to learn more, right? I'm clicking learn more. So seven-year-old Emily was like, I want to take a close look. And so she did. And, and here, here is little Emily. Inside the pamphlet is little Emily as a, as a baby. Look how cute you are. Surrounded by lots of other little babies. Okay. And also creepy teddy bears. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Here's okay, so one Liz, teddy bear that stands out. Liz, why don't first, why don't you describe for our audio listeners what, what's going on with this pamphlet? So when she opens the pamphlet, 
it's a giant picture basically of a bunch of babies just sitting around looking cute and in one corner is a koala bear a giant koala bear right in the middle is a giant fuzzy bear that looks like he's wearing prison clothes <laughs> like old-fashioned black and white striped prison clothes are the babies in prison? Okay, thank you. I'm Emily, even more back, intrigued. Emily, back yep. over to you. Okay. So, so seven-year-old Emily is looking at this pamphlet and is like, "Mom, details, please." And mom is like, "Oh, this pamphlet. Um, well, Emily, you were an in vitro baby. And so I'm like, I'm gonna need more details. And so she tells me to open the pamphlet and read all about it. No, I'm just kidding. She didn't tell me that. But seriously, look at all this detail. But I know I need Spencer read all of it. Um, and so Does she proceeds- know where babies come from. <laughs> yes. So she proceeds to tell me that I was indeed an in vitro baby and I was made in a Petri dish. And so that is how I found out that my parents paid a lot of money for me to be born and that I was an in vitro baby. And I know she would have told me eventually because she saved all of her diaries and stuff from the process to give to me, but it was a heck of a way to find out. Um, and I'm just, when she was planning on doing that. Maybe it's when I she mean, was going to have the birth and the bees talk I mean, with you. I didn't really get to that dialogue because there was a lot to cover about the pamphlet. Yeah. Um, and, and there was a lot to discuss about my, my Petri dish process. Um, but yeah, that's how I found out that I was uh, not, not as normal as the rest of them. Let's go back to the pamphlet and let's, if you'd show that up again. It would be my pleasure. I would like you to weigh Here's in. little Emily. So adorable. So cute. So first of all, the picture, it looks like what they've done is they've taken individual photos and they've just photoshopped them in. Oh, I'm sure. So they photoshopped all these individual things. So they obviously had to do that same thing with that big bear. Mm, I'm so Wait, glad you asked. Let's stop for a second. Is that baby in the corner crying? Oh yeah, there's a baby having a full-blown meltdown in here. So this baby is like, get me out of here. Yeah. Um, all Maybe of the babies, <laughs> all of the babies have their hands in their mouths, like all of them. They, they photoshopped um, them in, but yet they still kept the crying baby. The crying baby. Now, yeah. does the giant bear say prisoner of love? On it, it does, it, well, in, in the pamphlet, it does not. But here's the beauty. Emily has the real photos of what occurred. And so what really happened on that day when Emily was 18 months old is that the teddy bear, in fact, has a prisoner of love t-shirt on. Oh my God, that's the best. So he is a prisoner, but he's a prisoner of love where all these babies came from. So the babies are not photoshopped because these are three photos where all of us babies were just climbing around on the floor together, but we were climbing around on the floor together with a teddy bear that said prisoner of love on it. And nobody thought that that was like weird or what? anything. Director this was is like... Emily away from all of the other children. 
Like, nah, I'm good. Nah, nothing. Like, that makes me feel like they did at some point Photoshop out the words prisoner of love. They did. Oh, they did. Yeah. Yes. This, this so let's stop for a second. You're an art director, right? You're putting this together and you're like, uh -huh. you know what we need? A giant bear. This is prisoner of love. Mm -hmm. It's what we need right now. Yeah. It's really going to be, that's going to be the center focal point of this. The actual yeah. focal point of yeah. their photo shoot is a giant bear and a prisoner of love. And a stupid crying baby. It's really yeah. about the prisoner of love, the bear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you've had a few years. You talked about it when you were seven with your mom. Yeah. How has been being an in vitro baby shaped Emily Starr? We recently decided that Emily got a speck of dust in her Petri dish because I am a walking medical nightmare. <laughs> and so well, that's what we've decided. And it took her a while to agree with that. And she was like, no, that's not what it was. And then actually in a conversation on Monday of this week, she was like, I think there might be something to your theory. And I was like, thank you. And so, you know, nobody's funded that research yet, but it's coming. We'll start a GoFundU for, for it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Yes, yeah. So yeah. you were maybe conceived in, <laughs> in a Petri dish, but yeah. you have a little sister. I have a, an older sister. Big sister. So mm. big sister. El natural. But so you are just being difficult. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I really was stubborn since before my birth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. But science gave you to us. Yes. That's nice. Yeah. Thanks, science. Yeah. Yeah. Now, thanks. Thanks, Petri dish. I know that as a laboratory. I know that. <laughs> I know as a seven-year-old, your mother told you this story, mm. but I would like modern-day Emily to be told this story by your dog, Colt. Mm. Could, could Can you walk Colt us? just say laboratory? Laboratory. <laughs> so now that we know he can say it's laboratory, let's, let's walk through this in vitro story in Colt's own words. Uh... Mom, one day you were really wanted, and so they put you in a petri dish, and then you were born, and then they put you next to this teddy bear that said prisoner of love, and you ate crackers, and then you had your photo taken. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. And that brings me to one point that I also had hoped that we would get to was your love of crackers. Yeah. Um, so Emily can't be photographed. Current Emily has done better, but little Emily could not be photographed without eating crackers. <laughs> and so in all of my photos as a child, there's like a hidden morsel of me eating crackers. And so in each and every photo, so in the actual photo that they used in the pamphlet, I'm not even hiding it, I'm actually eating, like it's You're not even hidden. <laughs> Yeah, normally it's just in my hand, um, but I'm just eating. And then all the other ones, um, just holding on to some food while I stand oh awkwardly God. in the corner. Um, 
Oh, and this one, I've, I've traded the food for a ball, or I'm also holding the food simultaneously yeah. with the ball. Probably. How are you now? Do you still need crackers? Uh, only when I go on car rides. I get really car sick, so I always have to have crackers in the car. But I do better with photography. But in, in almost all of my childhood photos, there's literally, like, I'll be holding some sort of prop because I have to be holding crackers too. And so they gave me props to hide my crackers so that you couldn't see my crackers because I was throwing a tantrum and I had to have food. So. Some of us have blankies, safety blankets. I had you crackers. Have a safety cracker. It's because I was born from a Petri dish. It all starts there. The dust is Petri dish. Guys. We generally like to close out these shows if there's a moral of the story or a lesson learned, mm -hmm. what did you learn? What'd you learn, Emily Starr? When they bring in a teddy bear that says prisoner of love, don't stick around for the photo shoot. <laughs> You're in the wrong photo shoot. Just leave. But if you stay, make sure you've got some crackers. Yeah. Always. Always. Well, Emily, thank you for being our first ever repeat guest on the show. You did not disappoint us. Oh, I'm so glad. You're one of yeah. our favorites. I'm sure that our listeners and our viewers are a little bit worked up. This was an exciting story. Could mm -hmm. yoga teacher Emily send us out? Let, let us know where they can find us on social media at Latchkey Friends. Maybe invite them back to join us again. We look forward to seeing you at our future episodes on Latchkey Friends. Be sure to give us a follow and a like, and we'll see you next time. Oh my gosh, I'm already so like calm. I'm so calm. I'm so calm. I'm going to go you. take a nap now. Thank you, Emily. And, and like you said, follow us on social media. It really would help us out if you go to Apple Podcasts and, and give us a review. Let us know what we're doing and how we can do better. And you're pretty much the best. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you, Emily. And all of our listeners and viewers, we'll see you next time. Thank Bye. you, amazing hosts. See you Bye. Guys.